This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be So what's up? What's up, man? No, I was just watching your story. I showed Logic. Yes, that was fun. Big fan of his stuff. And what are you up to with all this jazz? East Coast lifestyle is a clothing line I started in Canada. We're at 90 malls across the country. We're at three in the U.S. We're trying to break into the country right now. So just off the top, I wanted to start with some of the custom gear I created for yourself. Yes, I see it. So I know that you're... I'm going to wear that ASAP. And you know how to do that. I love it, man. So I'm, I love it. We had to create some of this custom merch for you, so... Are these... Is there... What, is that a medium? I got every, every size for you. So Beautiful. Small, medium, large, extra large. So good. you can pass them out. Good, I'm a medium. Away. All right, good. Yes, I will. And then I got some hats for you as well. So I love it, man. Put the Gary on the side. I love it, man. So Thank you very much. Rare, rare. Yeah. I'm gonna sell this on eBay. <laughs> I love it, man. And this is some of the stuff you guys do? Yeah, so we do all sorts. I was talking to Alex yep. earlier. And so we do all sorts of different designs and merch, embroidery, screen print, hats. When did you start it? Three years ago. So Good for you. Following all of your podcasts, all your daily V since three years ago, we watched all of it in university, red, jab, 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 right hook. So big fan of your work. Thank it's you, man. Cool to be here today. Thank you, man. Awesome. So I guess we're, uh, we have some questions. We yeah. Start with. Let's but do it. I just wanted to really talk to you about the clothing company. And your yep. Thoughts on how we can get into the U.S. market. Um, you know, I I think that getting into a market is actually stunningly easy. So I actually genuinely believe if you take the advice I'm about to give you, it will work. I'm surprised how many people overthink it. I think you need to map every single buying decision maker in America, and I think you need to email them, hit them up on social media and then surprise and delight them. I like that. Like it's literally that basic. Like you actually know the 5,000 stores, distribution centers you wanna be in. Yeah. Like right, in theory you know. Yeah. Like you wanna be in Urban Outfitters? I don't know. You wanna be in this little Soho shop? I don't know, that's your business, I don't know it. Yeah. But if I had a wine, I sure know which stores, right? Yeah. So great, you decide there's 41 boutiques in Soho you wanna be a part of. You guys sit on fucking Google, find the person's name, send them a t-shirt and a note in the mail. They get millions of that, they throw in the garbage the same way I do, right? You email them, you follow them on Twitter and Instagram, you talk to them on Twitter and Instagram, you tag them in some of your photos on Instagram so it shows up in their notifications. You one-on-one virtually sell the 1,537 people that make the decision if this t-shirt goes on a rack. Yeah. Literally, that's it, bro. Yeah. So in terms of giving them value, do you believe that if we're able to supply them with threads and the clothing and then to tell them, like, this is for you on the house, keep it, and... I think they probably, right, like, the cooler they are, the more shit they get sent for free all day, right? Yeah, um, I get stuff sent and, you know, I don't, I get stuff sent all the time and we're trying very hard not to, like, not see it or not respond, but it's impossible. Um, I, you know, I used to get sent 10,000 wines a second. Yeah. Um, so I don't think sending it, I think it's expensive and not guaranteed. What I would start with is the virtual stuff first. Okay. If you get a nibble. Yeah, go at it. You know, I mean, look, so you follow Karen and she has a rad shop in St. Louis and she says something about something, <laughs> going to Canada. It's exactly when you guys jump in and be like, yo, we're from Canada. <laughs> Wanna show you around. Yeah. Like, it, people aren't putting in the work from the salesmanship. What you want and what I want and what everybody wants 
in theory is, okay, we're gonna do this for Gary Vee. Yeah. He's gonna wear it on Daily V. We're gonna be in it and they're gonna come to us. The problem is that's too insane. Everybody wants the leverage of everything coming to them when they haven't earned it yet. You've been grinding and getting somewhere three years in and you still aren't shit. How cool is that? That's cool and it sucks. I love it. I love that I, like people are like, right as you you know, in the last hundred days, last four months, it's really starting to pop for me, right? And I was like, yo, how come this is happening? I'm like, 20 fucking years of fucking hustle, dick. That's why it's happening. You know what I mean? You never know when it's gonna be that moment. So look, this is smart, you got here. This is fucking free, great exposure. There's cool people that watch, great, good shit could happen. But you always think that this thing is gonna be the thing. I always thought like, okay, this appearance on Jimmy Fallon's gonna be the thing, right? Or, or this podcast with Rogan's gonna be the thing. Or, or this person following me on, on social media is gonna be the thing. None of it's the thing. It's just another block. Another stepping stool. Another stepping stool. And the quicker you think about like bricks yeah. instead of like a prefabbed building, the quicker you win. You know who the 3,000 decision makers, you know the 400 stores, you know the 1,700 humans one-on-one them digitally. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time. You're gonna spend nine hours one day just doing this because now you're inspired to do it and four people are gonna hit you back. So what do you think on the, the Canadian stereotype of us coming into the US? No, I, don't, I think that's bullshit. I think that's, I think that's little brother syndrome. Okay. If you're the, Drake doesn't have that problem. True. The end. True. <laughs> so that's, that's straight up true. I know it's the truth. Like that's just, that's excuses. That's, that's creating air cover to justify why it hasn't happened yet. Uh, you know, you guys sitting around having a beer and being like, fucking, you know, that's what Americans do. Like they don't take us seriously. That's just fucking dwelling. So in, in Canada? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like when I was a kid, like, and school was a big thing, I didn't sit around and say, well, nobody's gonna take me serious because I didn't go to Harvard. I was like, I'm just gonna do it. And then one day everybody's gonna look back and be like, hey, yeah. yeah. So do you understand? 100%. So, Keep going. Uh, what was I gonna say? Like when you were growing your parents' wine business, yeah. when, when you took the step back and said, I'm gonna put this on social media and e-commerce yes. and e Yes. how did they react when you made that switch for the business? My dad already had, so you gotta remember, People don't get it. People are confused right now how big of a deal it was. People thought the internet was a fad. It would be more similar, and this is 1996. How old were you in 1996? Five. Right, so this is a long fucking time ago. How old were you in 96? Three. Right, so I need you guys to wrap your head around it. Now it makes sense. When I said we're gonna build an e-commerce site instead of opening another store, that would literally be like you saying right now, I'm gonna start a virtual reality clothing brand. We're not gonna make this. Yeah. You're gonna make pretend you're, like, people didn't understand. So first of all, there was a lot of like, people didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Cause it was so foreign. Got it? Number two, I was already in the business since I was 14 and I'd already proven to my dad that I was good. You know, a lot of people like to rag on me like, oh, your dad had something. My dad had something, but people forget that I was making $2,000 a weekend as a 13 year old child selling baseball cards. So I'd already proven that I was a, like, I was already a whiz kid. As a matter of fact, I always didn't want to go into my dad's business because I didn't want the fucking trolls to say, oh, you have this. Because I knew I was already, I had it already. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, there, there was already buy-in. Yeah. 
Why, do you, do you have partners or family members involved? No, okay. 100%. You were just, just curious? Yeah, we've had uh, two different people try to buy the company so far. Good for you. Just kind of just wanted to try to build it to yep. the next level. Yeah. And we're globally trademarked incorporated, so the brand's protected on a global scale. But we just haven't had- What's been the biggest breakthrough micro moment? We've had people like Ed Sheeran wear the gear yeah. live on stage at the Eric Center. <laughs> Did you like shit? Yep, definitely. <laughs> when he when he wore it, that was our biggest overall sale yeah. night. So we went, we got verified on Twitter simply from him wearing. The of course, shirt. it got very noticed across the country. Of course, viral and the, the hashtag East Coast Lifestyle went viral through Twitter. And then the next day, we sold 185 of the same T-shirt that he wore that day. So that how much in sales? 105 T-shirts. How much are T-shirts? 185 T-shirts at times thirty dollars. Got it. I got it. Amazing. Big number and uh, you know, we just saw that that was a huge engagement and then he sent us a message after and said I hope that helped you guys. So we were blown away by it. Did he do it random or you were able to hit him up and get him to? I know one of his best friends. And that was it. She put That's it, it, it on his table. It's amazing. About wearing it. So that was our biggest breakthrough in a, an area that we're really not strong in Toronto. So East Coast brand, we're big in Atlanta, Canada and big on the West Coast. People that miss Vancouver. The proud, the proud people leave to go work in the oil industry or get jobs and then we just kind of have low impact in the middle, but we're really trying to grow down in New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia, Florida, in the strong East Coast states. Got it. So do you believe that there's pride in the East Coast of the US in terms of East Coast lifestyle? Of course, Yeah. 100%. It goes back to the hip hop roots. 100%, yeah. it's a com complete no-brainer. So we have East Coast lifestyle, West Coast lifestyle, and we sell both of those brands online and also in stores across the country, in Canada. But really, we have just started to deal with Zoomies in Canada, so we're trying to prove that we have strong sales there and we'll put it in the U.S. after that. So we're really trying to grow with them, but it's tough for a young business to get into the U.S. market. It's a big goal. Dude, I don't think it's that tough, and I know it's tough. Let me explain. All you need is one person that you emailed or one person you talked to on Twitter or Instagram who owns the third hottest shop in Soho, in Beverly Hills, in, you know, Whatever Alpha, whatever that fucking place is in fucking Atlanta, I can't remember now. The rich little area where everybody goes, fucking Peachtree, I don't fucking remember. Like whatever, like all you need, dude. It's always these one moments, but you have to put yourself in a position to get those moments. Like you just basically have to sit and be in sales mode on your fucking phone, 24/7, 365. How do we get? How do I honestly don't know? How? Why are we here? So I uh, DM Jill on Instagram. I really don't know. He was doing live. I found that live was a great way to get in touch with celebrities like yourself. So I reached out to yourself and then you said hit up Tyler. And then I talked to Tyler and networked with him. This is probably like three month ago conversation, but I just worked my ass off until I got here because I really want to meet you and take some time and just talk to you about what I've done so far. Good, do that 4,000 times. Well, I'm being dead serious, man. Got the hustle. You gotta know that missing 11 times and hitting the one time of the 12 times that you spent 12 hours on is ROI positive. That's what no, these fuckers don't get. Yeah. Great, you, you DM'd and emailed and tweeted 17 shop owners that are trendy yeah. and none of them replied. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Everybody thinks that's a wasted day. That's a good day because you got your answer. It was no. Yeah. No's are just as good as yeses because you know. Yeah. I'm not ready yet, or we need to do something well, Yeah, or you didn't ask the right way, you changed it, you guys, you two, I assume, like three more, how many people you got? 25. Oh, fuck. Dude, you need to go on the offense. Yep. It's not gonna come to you, and it's not gonna be a miracle. It's grinding it. 
you had serendipitously the relationship with Ed, you need to create the other 10,000. Lay in bed and fucking work on your, you know how lucky we all are that you can lay in bed and do this? It used to, people like you and I used to have to get on planes and spend the whole day to get one meeting in Iowa. Now you just DM them. How the fuck were you gonna get to me 20 years ago? You weren't. Wouldn't have, yeah. So like, come on, this is awesome, this is exciting. Like, I, I wanna, I'm, gonna start a, I'm gonna start a brand called Middle America if you don't do this and show you exactly how to do it. I gotta keep working. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, bro, it's like, and don't bullshit me, this is very important to me because I really want you to win, you seem like a good kid. Don't lie what I'm about to ask you. Tell me what happens between 9 p.m. and 6 in the morning in your life, go. I, Tell me the truth. I sort of got Go on ahead. my phone until 9 p.m. till 3 in the morning every night through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook Love it. and growing my following. Good. Poking at people don't, and don't build the following, biz dev for distribution. Got it? Yeah, so put more, go for the... The less business more, thing, less, you're doing too much brand and not enough selling. Okay, more jabs. No, more jabs, actually more right hooks in a weird way. One more time, you're trying to build, hey, if we have four million, if we have four million Instagram followers, when somebody looks, it'll be undeniable and they'll put us in the store. I'm saying, don't worry about that because that's gonna take forever anyway. Karen Smith. Engagement. The buyer at fucking prep house, streetwear, the spot. Got it? Yes. You see where I'm going? Go for the engagement. No, go for the decision maker that thinks you're cute, that liked your hustle. I have no fucking idea why I told you to talk to Tyler because what you did to me, I'm having happen 9,000 times a day. Some, I don't even rem, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know if I liked what your t-shirt, I don't know if I even clicked, I don't know if I decided to randomly just do it because I like doing this once in a while and giving back to you guys. I don't know why, but it happened. Thankful to be here. <laughs> but you need to understand that that can happen a lot. This is not an anomaly. And more importantly, this is cool and this will be great for brand and some people are gonna buy some shit, but I didn't just give you a purchase order and that's what you need. Map the 1,500 stores in America that you need to be in. From Nordstrom's, which will be fucking impossible in corporate, to some fucking dude that when you did your homework, oh shit, Chris, who owns the raddest shop in Minnesota that does this kind of gear, his mom's from Toronto. Boom. I'll keep hustling, keep trying every single call. But you need to think, I'd rather you get one Beverly Hills shop to put, buy 15 shirts and try you out through DM versus you getting 41 more followers on Instagram. Yeah. It's the reallocation of your 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. So go for more of the buyers and the people that have the, the checkbooks and they're trying to get the, the stores and new clothing opposed to my online following. Correct. Gotcha. You need more of that. Yeah. Because that's, that's real and tangible and needs to happen in parallel to brand building. Too many people in the t-shirt swag game are only about branding and not about sales. Everybody's got a brand. Literally every kid watching right now, all she has to do is say, okay, I'm calling mine Fuzzy Peach, create a rad logo and slap it on shit. You're commoditized. You know. You can, you, you know, everybody can say, well my story, fuck your story, everybody's got a story. You need sales distribution and awareness. People are spending too much time on awareness and not enough on sales and distribution of their product. Yeah. 
Got it? Shit will come to you. A moment will happen. Somebody's watching right now that will just, like, this is probably gonna get you more distribution than anything you've done. People are gonna go in the comments. We're gonna tag your little handle right now. You'll get some DMs from people saying, hey, I got one a shop, I'll take some t-shirts. But, but you need to force that. Yeah. And what about stores that we're really trying to grow in Australia? They have a strong East Coast uh, mm. vibe. How mm-hmm. do we grow in areas that you've never been to and you live in Canada and you're trying to grow over there? Is it the same, you know, get out the buyers, get out the buyers? Or is it go on the ground and hustle store to store? Buyers. You can't go on the ground. What are you gonna buy, $4,000 fucking Australian flight ticket and track? You don't have that. You're gonna build an empire from your bed. Ready? I own your business, Australia. Spend two days with my team. If the video, Austin, Austin, no. Today you're not videoing, today you're fucking on Google. Google top fucking clothing stores in Australia. Rad clothing stores in Australia. Go to Instagram and hashtag Australian clothing, Australian store, like fucking work on spec. Get a list. Okay, here are the 39 shops we want to be a part of on the East Coast. Okay, now we go to their website. Scroll down, contact, about me, about me. Carl Tintinton started this because his dad loved the East Coast. Google Carl Tintinton. Carl loves Australian rules football. Like like fucking work. Then email and say, yo Carl, Sorry your team lost last night. You know, da, 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 da. then you DM him, then you leave a comment on one of his Instagram posts. So you email him, email his website, leave a comment on a post he made on Instagram and at him on Twitter. You guys following? The work, got it? So that's what you do. Three of those 39 people say, yo, send me a shirt. One of those three that you send a shirt to puts it in their store, one really smoke show model walks in there, wears it, and away you go. Do you understand? Yeah, definitely. So that's what you do in Australia. What are you gonna, on spec, spend $4,000 to go to Australia? You can't do that right now. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter which option. You can't do the second one. So right now we're getting knocked off around the world off with a lot of brands that are using the same circle. We have this trademark, the circle logo, and they're changing no, New York lifestyle, Florida lifestyle, California lifestyle, but we have it all protected. So we do eventually shut them down, but they're getting one week to one month of sales online or through channels that we don't have visible in Canada. And then our followers are saying, hey, you have a knockoff here, hey, you have a knockoff. I think that you should hire, you should find a lawyer who you give 1% of the company to, who's bored in her or his job, who's, a, got it? Give them some value. Give them 1% equity. They've had entrepreneurial tendencies. They wish they started their own business, but they're a lawyer. Now they have a mortgage, and you give them a little bit of that action, and they fucking cease and desist their asses off. I'll do it. Okay, that's a good idea, I like that. Of course it's a good idea. That's why you came here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are the, uh, is there any kind of future app that you see coming in that, I, that should be? You've heard me on this. If you've been following me, I don't know what's coming, I just react when it comes. Musically is a place that I would look at if I were you. Okay. Because if you get them at 13, you become the 13-year-old brand. Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going? Yeah. So I give that some thought. Would you value the, thir- like the generation Z yeah. higher than the generation Y? Nope. Millennials? I love when people break down generations like millennials, Gen X, Gen Z. I love them all. They're people. You know, 13-year-olds don't have as much money, but they're going to be 22, and they're the ones that can make 20. Like, you know, so they all have different values. Do you find that the Generation Z are more engaged on social media than other people? Of course. They're the most engaged? They don't even know the real world. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, younger sisters. So. so you know. Yeah. You know better than I do. How old are they? 
uh, 18 and 21. They live in their phone. Snapchat. You live in your, you live in your phone. Definitely. I live in my phone. What is this like stuff? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it's there is nothing else. So uh, how do you get? How do you pull? How do you give value to the young generation if they're not able to buy your products or buy your brands at your time? Stickers. Stickers. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. You know, like little ones to put on their iPhone. Like just you, you, you play. You ask them. Giveaways. You ask them. Yeah. You know, meetups. Who the fuck? You know, like shit stuff. Yeah. You know, I'd give them stuff. Like I'd produce the lowest cost thing you can. Yeah. You got a musically star that's got followers, and they're just as important, right? So I don't have musically personally or for the brand yet, but you would advise to get on musically. I would. Okay. I don't know if musically is going to be here three or four years from now. They have work to do, but the tendencies that they've created are things that will be mapped in the future. Okay. So like social cam taught me more about Snapchat and Instagram than anything else. Wow. You know, and you don't even know what social cam is. It was hot for forty-eight seconds. So basically, uh, first of all, I know I'm shit, but I also know I'm special. Understood. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Cool. So basically, um, do you know how I got this meeting? I don't remember. Okay. So basically, I, I, own, a, I own a barter system in Canada. Yes. Canada's barter guy. We met at Hayes and Hustle briefly. Yes, I remember. Uh, in St. Catharines. Yes, I remember. Okay, and uh, basically. I remember. You remember? Now I remember. Perfect. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, get in front of you. Obviously, there was a ton of noise after that. You had told me in a video, I have a, I have a video recorded where you had said, yeah, you know, t- tweet me, I'll see it, I believe in what you're doing, you know I do. I tried, attempted to get in touch with you, which is no big deal, there's tons of stuff coming at you. So I basically um, found another way, because uh, I wasn't getting hurt. So I uh, happened to know a guy who had the at DRock Instagram username, <laughs> all right? Amazing. I don't know if you heard about this. I remember story. this part too. Okay. I didn't know they were connected, but they I know. Very much but, connected. But so I know that story too. I said I have to use a barter. I have to use barter. You execute. Yeah, you ex- You executed on your thesis. Exactly. I love so it. So I got in touch with uh, DRock. He had been attempting to get the user name from some guy before, and uh, never had, never got it, never got it. So I, uh, but I happened to know this guy. So I traded him a, a, a horse, a custom horse saddle for his daughter, who's in show jumping. Traded him the custom horse saddle through a trade bank client of mine, my barter system. He was able to take the saddle. I got the DRock Instagram username. I made the deal with DRock. He gave me the ask, and here I am. So fucking love it. It's awesome, right? Amazing. So I, used, I used barter to get a meeting to talk about barter. I love it. And this is what I kind of want. Super to meta, and what is it? I mean, it worked out way better for you this way than if I would have just replied to the tweet. It would. It did. Hundred percent. No, no, I'm, I'm happy. This is like plays right into my narrative. This is my biggest thesis, right? Which is like everybody, like, like, just gives up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I don't give it's up. why it's why I like barter so much. It's a move that people don't have in their repertoire. Exactly. It's exactly. it's lost. It's how we all used to roll. Yeah. Chicken for hay, hay for fucking, yeah. you know, a massage, like yeah. rocks for fucking wire. Like, this is like, this is our currency. Exactly. I'm a bit, I mean, I've always dreamed yeah. of building, this is, this is why I responded so emphatically to you. Yeah. For a long time in the 90s, my belief was the startup that would make me buy the Jets yeah. was to build the barter eBay. Right. You know, yeah. can, still can't believe it actually, it's being scratched by a lot of little things. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah. So anyway, what can I, what so, can I help you with so before what, we run out of time? Awesome, so basically what, I've been doing this for 20 years. So bartering. Bartering, I've been since 20 Why? years, 20 years old. How did now. it start? 
it started with me coming out of high school. I was going to go into engineering. I, I got uh, started in sales with an alarm company, realized I could close, and, uh, and, and just went straight to sales. Met a guy who was in the barter business in Toronto. And then the classic media barter business, like that one that's kind of sometimes dirty, sometimes clean? No, totally retail barter. Retail, retail barter. Retail so barter, yeah. what would that mean? That would mean like uh, small to medium sized businesses where it's it's all it's all on the it's on a platform. It's organized. Like you know, it was called Barter Business Exchange at the time, but it's called Trade Bank now. Right. I, w- I would say I have a thousand cases of a wine that I can't move at my store, exactly. and somebody would say, I want that. I've got. Correct. So I just did a deal with a winery in in Niagara region. As you know, Niagara is quite. By the way, just before I forget. I brought you a uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Um, so basically, I just helped this winery trade off about a hundred gram worth of long inventory that was taking up space in their warehouse. They were going to have to discount it like fifty percent to get rid of it. Well, you got course, full value. They got full value in their barter account. We were helping them construct a new building right, and get advertising and media in exchange. Yes, and made a whole bunch of clients really, really happy in the meantime because they got it at Christmas time. So we were able to get that out to our. Network. What percentage of the barter on the trade bank and all that? is that world of barter that I, that I understand much more, which is you get full value of your product, yeah. you get median return, the people in the middle are playing on both sides and are making their margin, versus wine for markers. Yeah, or construction. So basically, we, uh, the way we make money is, is based on a transaction. I totally so get that. Trade dollars are moving around. I get that. I got it. Right? I understand so that. Uh, that I understand. Yeah. How much of the ecosystem is the established media barter world that I know very well, yeah. you know, where people are trading media, yeah. versus stuff for stuff or services for services that don't include advertising. Well, we do a lot of advertising too, but not at the level you're talking about. Yes, I yes, understand. Yes, we're, just on your world, I'm just yeah, curious. We're, I mean, we're a very small part of I understand. people's business. I understand. Still can't, you can't run your business on barter. Well, and do people still do a lot of cash? In your world? Well, when I say cash, I mean I mean U.S. dollars or Canadian dollars. I don't mean cash under the table. I understand. There is a lot of that too. But Trade Bank, what we do is a small portion, and we we are, we basically promote that any business should never barter more than three to ten percent of their annual sales, and that's additional new business, incremental sales on top of their regular cash-paying customer business right now. So what we do is we generate. What's like a funny business. trade that you've seen there? A funny trade? Yeah, give me a historically funny trade. Oh, historically funny trade. Uh, or just one that I would deem unusual as somebody who doesn't know the world as well. Uh, well, just it's, it's very unusual for people to say, wow, I've, I was able to, I'll, I'll give you one right now, a Tupperware lady, right? You were all heard of Tupperware. Yeah, of course. National brand, international brand. So we had a Tupperware lady who was in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, way out in Western Canada. Yeah, I know it. She wanted to renovate her home, right? Well, she can either go cut a check and pay money out of her pocket, or she can actually do the smart way and, and trade Tupperware for her construction. So we helped her sell about $60,000 worth of Tupperware through Tupperware e-gifts in exchange for the construction of her new home and incentivizing her downline stat, like her downline uh, uh, marketing team to actually do more sales. So I mean, that's, that's something that people are like blown away by. So we do anything from marketing to advertising to construction to retail to restaurants to wineries to, I mean. I'm getting married this year in December and we've got the photographer, the limo, uh, suit rental, all of that through Trade Bank. Right, and what, did you, and what did you give them in return? Working for John. Yeah, trade dollars. So it's all of our currency. The, the Trade Bank currency. I yeah. see. Yes, yeah. the Trade Bank currency monetizes the system. So what happens is like, I'm, I, what, I totally what understand. my passion is that there's so much business waste out there. It's a highly profitable business when you're the platform. Yes. Oh, it yes. really is. But the it's, math. Not, it's not mainstream enough. And this is where I would well, come Because a lot of people got a lot of dirty people in it. Exactly. Especially in the media side. Exactly. It's got to be legitimized and 
My passion is that there's so many businesses out there that are wasting away. They got so what? Right what can now. I? So considering we have so little time, and now yes. that I'm grounded, yes. What do you think I can do for you? Right? You get to write the script. I what do. is this it? This is my meeting. I paid for it. What I want to do is is I'd love to be on the Ask Gary V show. Yes. As an expert in retail business barter, to train your people, the marketers, how to train their clients, how to capitalize on their downtime, idle inventory, so, so, capacity, so, that sort of thing. Understood. Yes. So to answer that question, much like the same reason I don't give quotes on books, the only people that are on Ask Gary V are people that I've really got some deep knowledge of yeah. because I'm scared shitless. Totally get it. Scared shitless. Yeah. Compounded with the fact that you are in an industry that is far more scary to me than a person on TV or a songwriter or things of that nature. The answer is it's not inconceivable. I'm not against it. It's gonna take some time. I'm concerned that I have to do real work to get to the yes that I'm not so sold I'm excited about doing. Right. So help me crack that. Yeah, which I'll do over time. Okay. Yeah, no problem. I can make that happen. Let's go work backwards Mm -hmm. for a minute. Let me play it a different way. Mm-hmm. Why get, so why not accomplish the same thing without me being the gatekeeper that puts you on? The speed in which it happens, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's the thing I always think about. Yeah. I became Inc. and Fortune and Wall Street Journal so that I didn't have to rely on them putting me on. Yeah. The thing that I'm trying to do for a lot of people, ironically, is show them how to do it. Yeah so that they're not then at the mercy of me putting them on. Which is cool. So the other question I had for you. So I wonder if, I'm trying to think if like there's, on that note, I'm trying to think about like how I can help, but keep going. Yeah. The other question is, you're, you're, you're one of the best obviously at helping businesses uh, reach a business to consumer market in, in terms of digital media. Have you worked with or do you B2B? have an on B2B? Ton. Like, That's know? where I make a lot of my money. Yeah. I'm coming, one minute, one minute, promise. Um, yes, let me tell you exactly how you do it. You should start a weekly podcast or is, are you doing a video podcast now? Or like what are Not you doing? Yet, no. Not yet. You need a weekly minimum, mm-hmm. weekly minimum thing. Mm-hmm. I think podcast is really good mm-hmm. for this space. You're pushing that for yourself right now. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just think it's good. What about, so LinkedIn is where I get most of my business. Understood. B2B. You're going to love what I'm about to say. Okay. Whether it's video or audio, the number one way for you to get people is to spend a hundred to a thousand dollars a week mm-hmm. on Facebook ads against the segmentation that is called employees of. Mm-hmm. So you can go to the 20 biggest businesses in Ottawa, in Vancouver, in Winnipeg, in Calgary, in Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. and run your content. I would do it like this. Does your CEO know? Does your CFO know? <laughs> Does your, like literally the video starts with, does your CFO know? And you target it and, and you just do your thing, mm-hmm. word, video, audio, on explaining why. Mm-hmm. And I would attack it right away mm-hmm. with, I'm aware why some people are unaware or cynical to bar- barter. Let me give you the history of it. Yeah. You need to get maybe even more educated than you are. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like what really happened in the 70s and 60s, and th- right? Yeah, yeah. But Facebook ads against employees of who then see it in their feed and then forward it to their CFO. Right, exactly. It kills. It kills, yeah. It kills. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the secret sauce. So it's using this, the, the, the C market to get to the, the B2B market. Right. Yeah. Le- leverage them as your sales reps. They're, they're By making the creative say, does your CFO know? No. Yeah, and if they're out of the They're league. like, does my CFO, got it? Yeah. And then three of those 800 people yeah. have the courage to forward it to their CFO. Exactly. CFO gets three emails on the same thing, she watches. Yeah, oh for sure. Got it? 100% watches, yeah. Um, okay, that's cool. I think I had something else on my list. Oh, one more thing I have on my list, and we might have to cut this because it's kind of a private thing out of the, of the show later if it ends up being on, but I have a, a friend of mine who is a pretty big business guy in Niagara. He's launching a brand new retail winery store right on the busiest highway right there in Niagara. And but doesn't it have to be state controlled? Because no. that's how, in, no. in Canada? No, I don't believe it does. No, not because they're actually opening up a winery, a brand new winery. Understood. They're selling retail wine out of that Understood. location. Understood, yep. And so we're- Where am I going? Um, we have a meeting with uh, state. Cool. Yeah, so we're looking, one minute. potentially looking for if you'd be interested in exploring, obviously not making a decision, but exploring the idea of owning or partly owning a, a very, what's gonna be a very large retail wine store right in the If you guys, Niagara. yeah, let, send me all the information, let me put my lawyer, because the legal liquor laws in America are so convoluted, I want to yeah. make sure it doesn't fuck me up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But thrilled to look at it. You'd look at that? Okay. I would look at that. Uh, so when you come to Toronto in February, yes. for Generation Now, yes. maybe we can arrange I'm something I'm thrilled to, back explore that. Thrilled thrilled to explore that. Okay, and then the other thing was, um, how do I how do I stay in touch to carry out this email 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 okay email all right I mean thanks bro awesome. thanks, thanks so much my pleasure when I'm vlog early morning Saturday you're about to watch a really interesting uh, meeting I had with two dudes uh, two great guys from Connecticut I went real specific advice obviously the dollar eighty strategy on Instagram has hit pay dirt for a lot of you the twenty seventeen flip challenge I'm trying to force myself to give you guys more black and white tactical advice. I think this is it. This interview kills it. Enjoy it. Let's cook them. Nice to meet you, buddy. Nice to meet you. I've watched you for a long time. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. So what's going on? What can I help you with in this short period of time we got? Um, I don't think there's anything specific. Um, you remember our interaction last week? Um, yeah, I just wanted to come meet you guys. Um, I kind of run my own business at this point. I'm looking to see if I really want to come here, see it? this environment, and see if this is something I want to pursue as a personal brand. Good for you. Yeah, so I, I sell a lot of physical products now on Amazon, Shopify. I usually partner with uh, YouTubers, and we have to direct traffic to the Shopify stores. Yep. So this is kind of a turning point now, and I figured this is, this is actually a great time to meet you and see if this. Is Give me the story from the get. Um, so I left my job about three years ago. I was working at Bank of America. Um, about a week after I found out I was having my second child, I decided to leave. Hmm. I think it was my last chance to is it. go at it. Um, so I did. It's that. always been in your dome. Yeah, I've been doing stuff since I was 16, ordering from overseas, reselling things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it about three years ago. Went right into like uh, getting contract jobs, outsourcing that, um, transitioning into Amazon, uh, eBay, uh, Shopify. And Lefty. And, <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing that for a while. Arbitrage, 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 arbitrage. What was your best kind of, what was your best little run? Uh, I do a lot of paper products for like parties, so like a baby shower, mm-hmm. games, wedding, photo booth props. I like that. So I sell a lot of those. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
Yeah, it's a good market. Yeah, it's low, low market. Uh, has Pinterest market. been a gateway drug for you in that world? A little bit, yeah. You can, if, yeah. As much as you, I should. you should, man. Yeah. You get the right pin. I know. Shit could get ridiculous. I've pinned on Pinterest before, I just don't really understand how to get traffic through Pinterest. Here's the best part, and you've heard this from me. Go home after this. This might be the best thing that comes out of this meeting. Yeah. Go home and be like, how do I get traffic from Pinterest on Google? And just fucking give me give me 10 hours. Yeah. If you're still playing in that field, you love that field, yeah. you give me 10 hours of watching videos, reading free content, and then start hacking, you're one pin away from insanity. Okay, yeah. And while everybody's looking at influencers and Facebook, exactly. in that demo against that product, yeah. You get the right fucking infographic with the right influencer pinning it. Exactly. Like what you feel from YouTube, yeah. I think could be compounded by 50. Through Pinterest? For cheaper. Really? Because their market's not as hot, so they're taking money, right? Yeah. But the traffic is bonkers. Yeah. On the right pin. Exactly. You get the right one. Yeah. I've been doing well with bachelorette party stuff and wedding stuff, so. You need to look at it, man. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a search engine. And you get you get the right pin to be above the fold, you know, or or in the fifth one in the feed around, you know, invites or exactly you know, you know, baby shower gifts. Shit could get bonkers. Sure, I understand. Yeah, got it. Yeah, ten hours. Yeah, just laying in bed reading, exactly. watching videos, yeah. be like, oh, okay. I do it with everything. You just haven't got to that Pinterest set yet. If that's the, you know, what's funny about like short interactions, you try to like bring the most value. If that's your answer to my question, then you better get fucking focused on Pinterest. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because it's all demos, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like who are you trying to reach? Twenty-seven-year-old kids. Snapchat matters. Fifty-four-year-old executives. Nope. You know? Sure. So even though Pinterest hasn't come out of my mouth in fucking 45 episodes, yeah. it's the answer to that question. That's, that's true, yeah. I'll definitely think it's Everybody's trying to catch what's hot without being smart about what they actually sell. Exactly. Okay, cool, what else? Um, so remind me, th- this part I can't connect when, when our last interaction. Wanted to get a taste of this world for what purpose? Um, I'm trying to see if it's something I want to pursue as a personal brand. I'm more of a introvert. Yeah. Like to do things quietly. You know, you grow up in the 90s, it's kind of like... Yeah, I, I get it. You do I, my DNA didn't allow me to, but I know the culture was definitely not where it is now, where exactly. every 14-year-old thinks they need to be a star. Exactly, so I'm trying to determine whether that's something I want to pursue. For what purpose? To create more business opportunity? How? Leverage to more of your retail arbitrage or write a book or speak? I don't know if I'm gonna go into that world. I don't know if the physical products is really, will allow me to have the lifestyle I want because that's really what I'm chasing. I think physical product will let you have the lifestyle you want if you make the commitment to build a brand. Of course, yeah. You know? You can, let me rephrase, you can have a great, you can make a million dollars. I mean, there's plenty of retail arbitrage. It's, as you know, it's an always ongoing game. Sure. But don't get it twisted, so is being a personal brand. Of course. (laughs) You know, like, you know how it is. Everything, you know, everyone's like, oh, I wish I was a barber until they, I wish I was a basketball player until you are one and you burn out your knee. Like, the grass, man. That grass is green as shit on everybody else's lawn. Do you get burnt out from the camera following around everywhere? No, but I, but I. You're a certain type of person. I'm a certain type of person. I found my zone. I get, I mean, I sat through a parent-teacher conference as a group and like four minutes in I was sleeping. (laughs) You know, you gotta play to your strengths. Sure. And so, 
you know, if you're naturally an introvert, you don't want to force it because you think the money's there. You may force it because, okay, you're an introvert because of this, but you don't mind. And, and you don't have to be a showman. There's plenty of people crushing video that are, you know, keep, you know? Yeah. Of course, if you got good information, everything's an opportunity. I really like to uh, try and, I don't know if you know Al Heyman? Of course. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm a huge boxing fan. Yeah, me too. Look, I mean. Fight this, this week. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, look, and I think there's a, listen, I get it. There's a lot of sex appeal in being like the mysterious guy behind the scenes making real fucking coin. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. Especially if that's like, anybody who knows how Al Heyman is and then puts him on that pedestal, I almost think that's the answer. Yeah, I do too. Over the last two weeks, I've kind of come to that. Conclusion, yeah. And I just started reaching out to YouTubers and I'm actually building a few sites for a few of them to to run their merch through so I can have them drive the traffic to the shop. I think the biggest thing that you need to understand, the difference between Al's game and doing it for influencers is the influencers have disproportionate more leverage than the boxers do. Mm -hmm. Because they have the audience following them. And they also have unlimited distribution. They can do it anywhere they want for free. They don't need the money up front. Mm-hmm. AdSense is their bank. Exactly. You know? So I think you're right, but I think it's a very different game to represent fighters as it is to, you know, not to mention representing fighters when you make a deal with CBS up front and you've got the leverage and the dollars and the exposure. Mm-hmm. You can't fight anywhere else. You got like two options. Exactly. That's not what an influencer's dealing with. Of course. They have eight million people reaching out to them to manage sure. and get into their pockets and help them and make their pockets bigger. They have unlimited distribution. They can be big anywhere. Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook don't charge. Very true. Got it? So just make sure you're not trying to deploy a strategy that works in one world. Theoretically, being behind the scenes making that coin. Yeah, I I understood that's what you meant, but make sure you don't try to be too direct with the blueprint because the same variables don't exist. Of course, yeah. Where do you live? Uh, Connecticut. Where? Uh, Manchester. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cool. So it's a good little driver. Yeah, I was gonna say. Anything else that you wanted to definitely ask? I, don't, I didn't have anything specific. I just wanted to come here and see see that see it for myself and see if this is something I want to pursue. Good. So yeah, it's a great opportunity for me. Yeah. Tell me about yourself. Grew up together in Windsor, Connecticut. Um, grew up playing ball. Very diverse high school. Got exposed to a lot. And I'm actually a moonlighter, right? So I have a full time gig, director of engineering at a Travelers, right, right downtown Hartford. Uh, but, the insurance company. Yes, yes, yes. But um, yeah, you know, as soon as I leave work tend to the family, then I get to grind it. So the late nights. I mean, direct direct messaging, so SMS, uh, text to speech, and also uh, email. Yeah. Messaging. So my clients uh, currently leverage us for emergency notification, uh, general distribution of information, but getting it in front of their audience on time. So right now, figuring out okay. Are you do you have a SaaS business or do you have a do you have a client service business? Uh, SaaS. So yeah, SkywardMe.com. Good for you, man. You know, so How's it going? Self-service. Good so far. So now, How are you creating the funnel of clients? Word of mouth or are uh, you running so, some ads? So it's going to be Facebook ads. So we just finished a new round of 2D animation. And we targeted Facebook ads for, for specific demographics. Love it. And we'll run it. Anything I can answer for you? Um, 
so market market research was challenging for me. Uh, figuring out who? Yeah, figuring out that. It's a tough one for what the administrator, right? And you're a utility. It's not. Yeah. It, you know, it's just like if you don't have if you don't have power, you know. You don't have gas and it's cold. You, know. you feel it. Yeah, yeah. So. But sometimes you don't even know the difference. Exactly. The people when gas wasn't around in the beginning, you didn't know you were missing it. Yeah. We didn't know we were missing the cell phone. Yeah. Until it was there. Yeah. I get that. So. Uh, you know, basically educating the prospective client. Can I give you a really, really good piece of advice? <sighs> Running something in a 25 to 40 mile radius around your business and then making the piece of creative being an invite to a free dinner to talk about messaging. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you get an eclectic, you know, and you make it an RSVP and you put in the copy first 12 people because look, you're gonna have to put out 500 bucks for dinner. Super interesting to use Facebook as the gateway drug to localize business transactions in a B2B environment. Uh, would you target the, uh, uh, their right? salary or? Sure. How, how do you yeah, the yeah. salary is a good, I think salary is always a good one. You know what towns have money versus ones that don't in Connecticut. That's sometimes a good one. Um, employees of, if the business is big enough. So now you kind of look at the 40 mile radius of the businesses. Um, truth is, his product is pretty agnostic. Anybody could, in, a lot of people could in theory use it. Um, so I would cast a wider net just to taste it, see the quality of it. You could also, instead of say first 12, say I'm gonna randomly pick 12 of you that RSVP uh, to invite to dinner. Then you see who RSVPs, you Google them and look at their LinkedIn and see who they are. You pick the 12 best leads. Good, right? People think of technology, digital or real life. I like mixing the two. I know that you'll have a much better, I'm gonna buy, and especially you make a video, you're like, I'm gonna buy you for dinner, I'm gonna see my company or a partner of my company, I'm gonna buy you dinner and educate you and shoot the shit a little bit about the new digital world, go. All of a sudden people put a name with the face. You know, people decide to come, come. Um, there's something real human about that. Most people are always up for, and again, you know what I love about things like Connecticut? You know exactly which restaurant people, you know You know the seven restaurants people know. Yeah. You pick one of those, yeah. maybe you hit up two of them and be like, hey, I'm gonna do this, you willing to cover the, the cost? I mean, like, entrepreneurship. Yeah. I would pick the seven, I'd call them and be like, yo, and run this Facebook ad, I'm gonna spend $1,000 just trying to get people to come to a restaurant. You guys willing to cover the meal? Yes. We've been meaning to do Facebook advertising. I'll link you in. Hustle, you know? Definitely, definitely. That would work. That's Chamber of Commerce 10.0. Very true, yeah. That's a great business. Yeah. That's it, right? Like that's, that's the, you know, I think a lot of times people think that what got me here with these views is the pizzazz. Back to rounding up this whole thing. Sure. What got me here was that part. The engineering, You know, just like knowing, MacGyver. being a practitioner, yeah. MacGyver, like doing. And never being too, I'll do that shit now. Never being too fancy for that. Definitely. Everyone's like scale, technology, you know? Nope. Even corporate is coming back. So like, uh, I mean, we're in a situation now where you have, you, have, you have leaders all the way up to execs that now want to get hands on again. They have to. Yes. They're being commoditized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your MBA is nice and cute until it's not. Yeah. And shit's getting very interesting. 
I'm glad you guys came down. Yeah, I appreciate it. We appreciate taking time out. Anything else? I want to kind of give it to you while I got you here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm on my path. Good, man. I, I, I'm glad I came here. Glad I got Good. to see it. I'm glad I got that advice from you. Okay. So. I love it. All right, thanks. My vision sure. picture? A hundred percent. Can you take the selfie? Yeah, hundred percent. my vision ahead. I know, I like doing it because I, I uh, people, you know, everybody's always got a, there we go. Love it. My man. Gear. I wish you well. Take care of yourself. Awesome. Let's go. <laughs> Love it. That's right. Hey, take care of yourself. Good luck. Try that. Let me know how that goes. I am. Yeah, I think it's going to work. Leave your two to four cents on what you thought of this little meeting I had. Did you get value? See ya. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. The podcast has been exploding. So many of you are new. It means the world to me. Thank you so much. And please, 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 you know, if I bring you any value, it would just mean the world to me if you passed it on. Like screen shooting your screen right now and posting it on Instagram stories or on a tweet or on LinkedIn. I'm just so desperate for the explosion of the podcast because I bring it brings so much value and and if you can do anything, so many of you, like literally 10,000 DMs and emails a week, what can I do for you? I'm not looking for anything. You don't need to buy the sneakers. You don't need to buy the, the, the books. You don't need to do anything. But passing on my content just means the world to me. So please do if you think it's worth it.